When we're confronted with symptoms of pain or stress, most of us typically look to medications for relief. But healthcare practitioners see many instances where medications alone aren't always successful in relieving people's symptoms. Complementing traditional therapies with approaches such as fitness and nutrition, yoga, mindfulness, and other practices is being referred to as integrative medicine. This expanded approach to care is on the rise as more providers and institutions are discovering the benefits and upsides. Hello, my name is Dr. Jay Greenspan. On this edition of Pediatric Chat, we'll talk about some aspects of integrative medicine with an emphasis on one technique called healing touch. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Dr. Paul Rosen. Hello, Paul. Hello, Jay. And we're pleased to welcome our special guest, Wally Adams-Gertz, a pediatric nurse and certified practitioner of Healing Touch, who's here to enlighten us on this fascinating component of integrative medicine. Hello, Wally. Hi, Jay, and hi, Paul. Thank you so much for having me today. It's great to have you. And later in the show, as a teaser, we're going to have Wally's very special guest, but we'll get to that. First, I would just want to know, what is Healing Touch? I mean, it sounds like massage or something fancy like that. What is it? Mm-hmm. Well, Healing Touch is an energy therapy. It is a relaxing type of energy work that uses light touch or above body touch to help balance the energy centers and the energy field of another person. What is it that you do when you see a client or a patient? What do you do with them and where do you stand in relation to the patient? First off, it's important to find out where the patient is and what their story is. Why are they experiencing any physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual discomfort? Because we're so much more than just a physical being. We are an emotional and a mental and a spiritual being. So healing touch is a holistic approach to health. So when you hear someone's story, you listen to what it is that's causing them any discomfort, any pain, any angst, stress, anxiety. And then from that point, we select the appropriate technique that will help to balance and clear that energy center or that energy area of the body. I equate healing touch and the work and the energy therapy to today's modern technology and the use of cell phones. Everyone seems to have a cell phone. And a cell phone, as we know, has a certain amount of storage. That amount of storage can build and build and build. And at some point, if you don't clear it out, then it's just maxed. And you have to either buy more storage or you have to figure out ways to reduce it or get rid of it. Our energy field is very similar to that. We have energy fields around us that are measurable. And similar to a cell phone, if you don't clear out the energy that gathers up, that builds, and the field isn't clear, then it gets congested and stopped up and doesn't function as well as it can to heal. What do you do to clear out the storage and change the energy? Through different techniques that we teach in the Healing Touch program, you use your hands. The practitioner will use his or her hands above the body or lightly placed on the body to balance the energy centers, to clear the energy field and the layers around the body, which are measurable. Paul, we measure energy with many different techniques already in the technological medical world. We use EEGs, EKGs, MRIs, ultrasounds, and those all measure energy. So we use our hands as tools to help clear and shift energy so it will help the person's field feel more light and will also feel more balanced so it can function more effectively to heal. And in the Hospital for Children here, what kinds of patients are you working with? 
Oh, it's wonderful. We work with the practitioners who are here in the hospital, of which there are 90 and more, level mm. one and up, Healing Touch students in the hospital. We work with kids in every department. It can be little teeny babies in the NICU up to our teenagers and in every single discipline. So GI issues, neurological issues, muscular, orthopedic, cancer, allergy, you name it, rheumatology, you name it, we offer it. And it sounds you make sort of a personalized treatment plan based on, I guess, the condition and also what's going on with the child's life. Exactly. Right at that time. So if someone presents and has a pain issue, we will select the technique that is the most appropriate for that patient at that time. And always, always the patient has the ability to say hands-on or hands-off. Another piece that I love about the Healing Touch work. So if someone is in extreme pain, such as when I saw a young man one time who had a GI issue and he was in for irritable bowel syndrome and he was in great discomfort, he wanted to go home, he was frustrated, he was on his way home, and then the pain ramped up. They had given him his pain medication because with Healing Touch, this is not an either-or, this is an integrative therapy, and you always offer the pain medication first because that is the first line of help and assistance that we have here in the hospital, and then you weave in integratively the Healing Touch. You use that to help the body relax, to help it calm, and to help more of a connection become apparent between the physical and the emotional and the mental. So back to this young man. He was uncomfortable. He was 16. I came in. I'd never met him. I told him what I did, and he said, well, let's try it. And I said, hands-on or hands-off, you have a preference. It doesn't matter. Whatever works for you. And he said, hands-off. So I began to use a technique called pain drain which is designed to remove and pull the pain from a certain location in the body energetically. And I was with him for a few minutes and was doing this. And his mom was, of course, in the room. And I said, is this doing anything for you? How do you feel right now? And he said, oh, yeah, underneath your hand, it feels like a bubbling vat. And the minute he said that, my hand began to sense that. So we worked together and he said it helped him tremendously. And we did a pain scale, of course, and it had dropped by two points. Mm. So let me step back a little bit. And, sure. you know, you're a nurse. You must have seen something back in the day. You were a nurse first before you were a healing touch practitioner. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so did you see something we were missing as a medical community that mm. you sought to help? Is that how you got into this? I came into nursing later. I was a, a business person and then went back to school to become a nurse and then went into the pediatric world of bone marrow oncology where I specialized. And I became a direct care nurse and was doing 12-hour shifts. And that was when I came here to Nemours. I'd moved here from the Midwest. And I decided that I needed to move forward again and energy therapy just kept presenting. And I talked to somebody about it, but I knew nothing about this. And I happened to pick up a book that said Healing Touch for Practitioners. And I thought, well, this is kind of an easy read. I can check this out. And I read it. And it said, for nurses, this is a continuing education program. And you receive 16 continuing education credits for each level that you take. So I went to my manager and said, I'm very curious about this. And he said, well, this is continuing education. And the hospital will support that as we expect you all to continue your education. So yes, go ahead and take this class. I took it and I was hooked. And the thing I love about Healing Touch is that it is a credentialed and standardized program. 
And because of this, I was able to go through the different levels and become a certified practitioner and then bring the work to the hospital and bring it to administration and the executive council and say, this is a program that would benefit and empower our patients and their caregivers in ways that they can learn these techniques as well. We can teach them to the parents and the caregivers, and we can teach them to whom I call the future healers of the world, which are the kids and the teens, and show them that they too have this ability, and let's make this happen. Obviously, with 90 folks that yeah. you train personally, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's quite amazing. So we've, mm-hmm. we've bought in hook, line, and sinker here at oh, Nemours. It makes me so proud, Jay. Yes, Nemours for me is the flagship of the pediatric hospitals in the country at this point for the Healing Touch program work. There are about 100 hospitals in the country that offer Healing Touch to adult patients, but not as many pediatrics. There have been many research studies that have been done with Healing Touch, and they have been funded through the NIH, which is the National Institute of Health, and those studies are available for review. Research with children in pediatrics has been less prominent. And we, of course, as always, are on the exemplary and the progressive and the proactive and the cutting edge, if you will, of research here at Nemours. So we actually have a study that we're getting ready to begin with spinal fusion patients and the addition of healing touch and another integrative therapy called wakeful hypnosis and seeing if we implement these and add in these techniques and therapies if the reduction occurs for pain medication. This is fascinating to me uh, as a pure MD Mm -hmm. uh, to bring in these integrated medicine techniques. And and just to round out the story of Healing Touch, it is one of the integrated medicines. Mm -hmm. You may not be expert in the others offered, but do they interact well with Healing Touch? How would you rate Healing Touch along with those other techniques? uh, Absolutely. Absolutely, Jay. Healing Touch is one of many different therapies, and they do weave well together, hence the term integrative. Mm -hmm. That is what we're using these days. There is no such thing as alternative any longer, because in our world, my belief from what I've seen and experienced is that these different therapies, such as acupressure, acupuncture, massage therapy, reflexology, aromatherapy, energy therapy, healing touch, Reiki therapy. All of these have been around for thousands of years. They have been in all indigenous cultures, in the Japanese, in Native American, in Egyptian, in African. You look at all of these cultures and it's all throughout them. We are a young country. We have not been around here very long and we portray ourselves as very large And that's very good at times, but we could really learn well from a lot of these ancient teachings that they have used and that they continue to use and that are exceptional in other cultures. So my thought is this, you take these different therapies and you weave them into what we have here and we use the best of our Western medical technology and our knowledge, which is grand, and you have a perfect marriage. So healing touch does well with hypnosis. Absolutely. And hypnosis is really deep relaxation. It is meditation. It is teaching people to be present. It is working with guided imagery. So with Healing Touch, in addition to offering an energy therapy, you can weave these other therapies in with it. 
just to complete the story, how long have we been doing it here? And how is it present on the units? Okay. Healing Touch has been here at Nemours since January of 2008. We started our program here. And at that point, I was working part-time as a direct care nurse on the floor. And then I was also doing part-time hours as a Healing Touch practitioner. And then I became a certified instructor. That wasn't the original plan, but it was what the universe dictated. And so I became a certified instructor to teach the uh, material. So more people were curious. More people wanted to learn this. They wanted to offer this. So to date now, this is my second year as a full-time Healing Touch Program Coordinator. We have 90, like I said, maybe even a few more than that, but 90 trained level one and up Healing Touch students and practitioners. There are four certified now with four more right behind getting ready to be certified. And that is like a master's degree program. It is a, an extensive training program with a lot of responsibilities and requirements that must be met first before you are considered for certification. Then you achieve certification and um, then you must take a national exam that is administered through the NCCA, the National Commission on Certifying Agencies, which does a lot of certification for nursing specialties in our country. For those of you that aren't in the audience, you aren't getting the double pleasure of speaking to Wally and smelling Wally. <laughs> she, Ooh! No, she always has this lavender smell to mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. which, uh, and I know that that scent is a powerful part of integrative medicine as well. And I feel relaxed. Thank you, Paul. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wally, I wanted to ask, what do the parents say to you? Are you finding parents that are skeptical at all, or are they oh, embracing Oh, sure, this, sure. Or? You know, you, you do have people who are skeptical, and I always welcome skepticism, because for me, skepticism is about research, and that is a good thing. There's a very big difference in my world between skepticism and closed-mindedness. And those who are closed-minded will not really hear or entertain the possibility of something else other than what they want to believe. Skepticism is good. And I have a really good story about a little skeptical young lady. I do have parents who are skeptical at times. They're caregivers. I have staff who are skeptical. And I love to invite them in. And I have kids who are skeptical. And one time I had neurology ask me to see a young girl who was a an 11-year-old who was inpatient for major headaches. She came in to the healing touch room with her mother and their nurse and looked at me and said, this isn't going to work. And I said, oh, I said, well, you're probably right. If you don't feel like you're going to be able to work with me and to be open-minded with this right now, and it doesn't feel like you want to be here, this probably isn't going to work for you. You know, it's like any kind of a placebo where a friend of yours has a headache and you say, well, take something for it. And they go, it's not going to work. And even if they take it, it doesn't work because they've blocked that. There's a mind-body connection, and that is proven through research. So she came in, and she said, it's not going to work. We did the therapy, the technique I thought was effective for her and would be effective. And I looked at her afterwards, and I said, so how's your headache right now? You know, how does it rate? How does it feel? And she goes, it's still there, and nothing's changed. And I said, okay, thank you. So I knew that, but I was willing to work with her because she didn't want to leave. So about a month later, I feel a tap on my shoulder. I'm on this other unit, and there she is standing there. And I said, oh, hey, you're back. How are you doing? And she said, I'm good. And I said, well, why are you back? I'm sorry to see you back in. She said, well, I I had a headache and my stomach hurts. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I said, would you like healing touch? And she goes, no, no, it's okay. I said, okay. But I found it curious that she tapped on me. And then about three days later, I was looking down my list in the hospital and I had this list of kids I needed to see on the units. 
So I went to see this child back there in, in the back room, and I didn't know who it was. And I walked in, and there she was. And I said, oh, there's a consult in here for you. Did you want Healing Touch? And she looked at me, and she shook her head yes. So that, to me, was the wonder. I call it the wonder of the work. And as a matter of fact, before I came to see you all today, something happened that was pretty amazing. I was walking down the hall. I was a few minutes delayed, and there was a young man who was a teen and his mom who came around the corner. And I said, hey, I think I know you. And they were like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we saw you about half a year ago, but he's back with stomach pain and discomfort. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry you're here. And she said, I don't know if you know this, but look at him. You worked with him and you helped him get back on his path of healing and he has gained weight and has felt so much better. What I do know is that I saw that young man one time, but here's the piece. It wasn't me that did anything to him. He did the work. I just was helping him and assisting him. And that's what Healing Touch is about. It is about walking the path with and assisting and showing and empowering another individual on their healing journey. And it can be a parent or it can be a kid. So if you empower the child or the parent and teach them and show them, then they benefit from one another. Well, I have some amazing stories about you in the NICU, but I think probably best to move on to your guest who can tell us a story or two, I imagine. So, Tim, welcome to Nemours Chat. Thank you. Hey, Paul. Hey, Jay. Do you want to give us a little background on yourself? Sure. I was diagnosed with cancer about nine months ago, finished my chemotherapy regimen and all my surgeries and everything probably about a month ago now. And everything's been great since. <laughs> and you look big yep. and healthy. Uh, how old are you? I'm 18. Okay. So how did Wally or Healing Touch come into your life? Healing Touch was always kind of, I always heard about it, like from when I was first admitted into the hospital for my cancer. And it was always just kind of a thing that just kind of like hung around and hung in my head because I've always been interested in like the energy fields and different therapies and different ways besides just regular general medicine that can help a person heal or recover. And through chemotherapy, I had a lot of nausea with some of the medicines. And I heard how much healing touch can help with some of the nausea and side effects of the chemo. So I asked for a consult probably about two or three months into my treatment. And Wally came down and she did healing touch on me. It was probably one of my worst days of nausea that I've ever experienced. And the nausea subsided. I was able to go to sleep. My blood pressure dropped, everything. So I was just hooked from then. Every time that my blood pressure was too high or I was having intense nausea or pain with the surgeries, I would ask for Wally. And if she came down and worked with me, it would resolve all the issues. Wow, that's fantastic. So how are you doing now? Very good. Yeah, it's been good sense. And do you do you use Healing Touch yourself or you always just depend on Wally to... Um, I've done a little bit. Wally showed me some little techniques that I can do by myself to just kind of relax myself and clear my head and clear myself. But it definitely works all around better with Wally because I can tell her what's going on. And like she was saying earlier, she can make a plan for me to help me, kind of a personalized plan. And Wally, are you seeing a lot of children with cancer that you're working with? Oh, yeah. Our young people are the future healers of our world. And something that Tim said that was really important there was, I'd like to bring in the concept of frequencies and cellular frequencies and vibrations, because in Healing Touch, that's what we're working with. When I came in to see Tim, 
It is the dance of the energy fields and the frequencies. Everything has frequency, as we know. The Earth's electromagnetic field, our energy field, plants, light, sound. So all of these, and our cells, they shift and they change. So when your frequencies as an energy practitioner or as a caregiver or as a medical doctor or as anyone who wants to help another, when your frequencies are high and you're clear and you feel present and grounded and you feel physically well and emotionally and mentally clear, you're able to impact the frequencies of another's field and help to bring their field up to match your frequency. It's like the tuning fork analogy. You have a tuning fork, you hit it, you bring in another one, it will pick up that vibration. So it's the same thing with energy fields. So when I was working with Tim, he was able to increase his energy field frequency and by using the technique that was appropriate, help to clear and release. And that's how we did the work together. So yes, I have taught him techniques that he can use with himself. And Tim, do you come see Wally now as an outpatient? I've visited her once since I've been out. When I come into clinic, we kind of plan with Wally mm-hmm. to see if we can get an appointment in while I'm in anyway. Mm-hmm. So we kind of wrap everything into one trip. Did you take medications as well as Healing Touch? Has yes. this been complimentary to you? Yes. So, so if you're nauseous, there are medications for that, but you'd also rely on techniques like Healing Touch or just Healing yeah. Touch? Yeah, mostly because um, they kind of had me on around the clock medicines while I was in for my nausea and the pain and everything like that. But then when those medicines weren't kicking in or weren't working or Mm -hmm. there was just something going on with my body, not registering it quickly enough, then I would ask for Wally. And if she came in, it almost sped up the effects of the medicine. And I'm sorry to jump in, but but exactly. That's that's great. Because what happens with that is if you clear the energy field and you clear old debris or congested energy, I like to equate this with kids to a traffic jam. And I'll say, you know, it's like you get some an intersection that's all blocked up and these cars are all there and then nobody can move and the horns are beeping and everybody's just in chaos. But if you can get people to move their cars and to shift and to change, there's a flow. So then you create and you clear and you clear that intersection. Well, by clearing Tim's energy field with the appropriate technique based upon the fact that he told me he was nauseated or in pain, by clearing that, then you have a clear highway, if you will, for that medication to come into play and to be more effective. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. That's wonderfully (laughs) placed. So what did your parents think, someone coming in here and doing those sort of things to you to help? My mom has been my primary caregiver. She's been with me in all of my admissions and throughout all of my treatments and everything. So she's been in the room every time when Molly's done healing touch. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say that I was skeptical, but I think all of us were a little skeptical to a point the first time because it's not medicine like in the normal way that you would think of a medicine, like a pill you take or something they put into your IV, but it is a medicine. And I think once my mom and my dad saw the way my blood pressure dropped, for example, that's a complete change that you can see from going from 145 over 85 before I had healing touch to like 115 over 65 Mm. after. That is a substantial drop. And it just seeing those kinds of differences that just physically and from stuff we can measure, not even mentioning the way that I acted and felt after, which they could tell. Did you have other family members participate in Healing Touch for themselves? My mom has a few times. So, is that right? Yeah. 
One of the things that Tim just mentioned that I'd like to tap into was that when he did have the work done with his blood pressure, I wasn't there for that one particular incident. And it was one of my healing touch practitioners. She came up, she was called, Tim had asked for healing touch. I wasn't in the building and she went up to be with him. And it was wonderful because she helped to make that happen. So the intention is the most important piece when you are the energy practitioner and doing the work with another person. It's being present to what the need is and the intention to help them in whatever way that you know best and deleting the need to understand and also letting go of the outcome. Mm -hmm. You choose what is best for them and then you let go of the outcome. And then working with Tim's mom was also very important for two reasons. One, I wanted her to be able to clear and become more balanced and grounded if she needed that to help her with her presence to Tim and to help her be able to support him in his decisions as he was 18 years old. So that allowed her to clear and to become more healthy. And also she could experience perhaps what Tim was feeling or what Tim was going through when, when he was having energy therapy offered. Wally, we talked about using Healing Touch with kids in the hospital and with patients. What about out in the community? You and I went to a local high school and engaged seniors and juniors who were struggling with exams and, and college. And it seemed to be a lot of stress in the room. And, and I think when you went and visited them, you really resonated with them. What about Healing Touch for kids who don't have a disease but are just have stress or anxiety or pain? Absolutely. Healing Touch has a place in every single scenario in our world. It should be in every home, in every school, in every business, in every hospital, anywhere that anyone walks in the prison system, healing touch should be available. Children who are not in the hospital because of pain or accidents and don't need to be inpatient absolutely can benefit from healing touch. When we went together to that high school and had that discussion about stress, this is the piece that I think our society and our culture needs to be very aware of, the stress that our young people today are undergoing and how that is displayed in their actions and in their self-esteem and self-worth. So healing touch can be taught and shared with all kids, with all families, and it is beneficial, and it is proactive in well-being. And it's a very good preventive therapy to use for one's well-being and health. And we've had uh, other chats on things like pain and healing touches come up because we're so involved with that here. So it's good to know that there's others that think that this should be used in other areas. And so you talked about it helping with pain, anxiety, nausea all sorts of symptoms that kids are having these days, and adults are, seems like it has a big place in our lives in the future, potentially, and, and you're getting the word out, and that's just fantastic. And doing some good work and research to, mm -hmm. to find out if it works in every scenario and, and how it works. We also know that it's a credential, as you said. It's serious work. I mean, these nurses and other people, even a board member, are taking a whole entire weekends to learn these techniques. Absolutely. And I really honor and I'm grateful to Nemours for their willingness to be and live outside of the box 
when it comes to integrative therapies. They are setting the standard. And there is no reason why we shouldn't give our children, the future healers of the world, every possible tool that they can have to make this a better place because we're going to need help one of these days. Mm. And they're the ones who are going to help us. So healing touch is the hands and the heart, and it doesn't get better than that. If people want to learn more, is there some Mm -hmm. websites that people could go to to check this out? Thank you for that question. Yes, absolutely. There's a website called www.healingtouchprogram.com. That is all one word. And that is a magnificent website that the program has set up nationally. And that is the curriculum that I teach. And then should they want to reach the Healing Touch office here at the hospital, it's 302-651-4325. And that spells HEAL. How about that? (laughs) Well, I just want to have one follow-up question. And Jay, you mentioned some stories from the neonatal ICU. And while you'd mentioned treating babies, can you give us some more detail on that? There was a young couple who had twins, and they had tried many times and for a long time to have these lovely babies. And they came into the world very early and needing a lot of assistance. And I was contacted by the social worker in the NICU who said, can you please see these parents who are really distraught? This mom is really trying to do the best that she can. She's exhausted. She's breastfeeding. And she's just at a loss. She came up and I met with her and we did some work to clear her field of the stress and the anxiety. Then she said, can you see my husband? And I said, absolutely. And the next thing I knew, he came up and we did some work and I taught them some things to do. They went down to see their babies. I went down to visit with them and showed them some techniques that they could use. And the mom, I think in a conference said, this is what helped her to return to her center, Mm -hmm. to get back in touch with her inner healer and with her ability to be present as a mom and a parent and a caregiver and a guardian. And uh, that that was amazing. And you also treated the babies, and she saw that, and she saw the change in the heart rate that the preterm sick babies had. Yeah. And we just have to document that a little bit more, but it was quite remarkable to her, and she said that was the beginning of her healing, and the babies went on to heal well in our our home. Mm -hmm. So quite a remarkable story. And the other piece is now that up at Jefferson Medical College, we have now eight, eight trained Healing Touch, level one and up students in the NICU, Yeah, thanks to you, Jay. But that's been very important. You're spearheading that and pushing that forward so we can help these moms and these dads and these babies and these future healers of the world and keep them on target. And then they grow up to be big Tims. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this has been great learning for us, right, Paul? Absolutely. And, um, you know, you do a great work. We're just sort of the beginning of learning this, and there's a lot of things in medicine we've learned can't always be fully explained, and things that we think have explanations don't, and things that we think are magical sometimes have very scientific explanations. We just have to find them out. Healing Touch has a role for all of us at Nemours, and this has been a remarkable story. Tim, you look great. Thank you. (laughs) Keep it going. Any plans for the future for you? I'm kind of taking this year off before going back to college to get my health and um, my mind from chemo brain back in order. Right. And I'm planning to attend one of Wally's Healing Touch really? seminars. Really? Become certified. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. yeah. 
Thanks for joining us in Amor's chat. It's been really a pleasure to meet you and mom's behind you <laughs> to meet her too. Thanks, Tim and Wally. Uh, just keep up the great work. Spread the message and make people aware that this is out there and it helps babies, kids, teens, parents. Absolutely. Um, Anybody can do this work. Anybody can do this work. So thank you for the opportunity. Wonderful, wonderful healing doctors that you are. To our listeners, if you have a question about this topic or if there's another topic you'd like us to explore in a future pediatric chat, you can send it to us by using the question portal on our webpage. And be sure to view our library for more pediatric chat programs. I'm Dr. Jay Greenspan, and thanks for listening.